Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Mind Body Clarity. I am Amber Price, and I help women just like you reclaim your personal power by developing your intuition so that you can align authentically to a lifestyle that you create and design through empowered choices. I am going to share tips and strategies to help you live in alignment with your authentic self and feel empowered to make decisions with clarity. Let's go. I often get asked if people who are dying or have had near-death experiences or who are critically ill or injured can connect with their loved ones in spirit. Now, The answer to that question for me, since I have been a medium, the answer has always been yes, wholeheartedly yes, because we are able to connect to our loved ones in spirit, regardless of if we are dying, injured, ill, or living our best life. This is just something that I've witnessed in my practice, this is something that I've witnessed through messages from spirit, ascended masters, angels, guides, the universe, the collective, essentially. But it's actually in the last few months, I have been asked about this more than I have in the last 20 years. So it brought me to thinking Is it something that feels unsettling to people? Like, for instance, okay, so just recently I was present for a close family member who was in a critical health emergency. And during that time, it was very touch and go. And this individual was speaking to and believing that they were seeing their loved one in spirit. To me, two things popped up. So as a medium and as someone who has worked in palliative care and been with people as they cross over into spiritual realm and leave their physical body, when someone is not normally used to connecting to their loved ones in this way, and it is frequent and more intense during this period of time, it begs the question of, is the person about to cross over? Are they leaving their physical body? Or are they just so present for this individual during this challenging health crisis that it's becoming more intense for them to witness? So the answer is yes and yes. While I was going through my experience and watching this person, I could see their soul wanting to leave their physical body. I kept calling the soul back I kept saying, it's not time for you to go. You need to stay. I know your body is tired and you are weak and you are done fighting, but it is time for you to stay in your physical body. Because I could, as a medium, I could see the separation of that process. So 
And you don't even have to be a medium. I mean, if you've ever been a witness to somebody dying or actively actively dying or um, actually like the process has completed, there's death, right? So if if you've been witness to someone actively dying and then the death, you're going to witness something that you don't even know that you're able to witness. Like you can start to feel sensations. Like for instance, about 20 years ago, I was with someone when they were actively dying, but moments before that, I could tell that this individual was taking their last breath. Everybody, like their family, because I was there in a an employment capacity, in their family, everybody knew. They all kind of gasped and said, oh my gosh, this is her, this is it, this is it. Before any of us actually truly had proof that there was going to be no more breath after this one, we all knew in that very moment that that was it. Now, everyone in that room was not a medium, yet everyone in that room was so connected soul connected, so connected to their soul that they were able to identify that this was this moment that was coming and that they were going to be present for. And of course, it was the last breath. Now, there's also been different situations in terms of like where someone who has been completely unconscious for days or weeks or even months leading up to their death, that in a split moment, they open their eyes, they look around at everybody in the room, they smile, and then and then they close their eyes, and then the death process happens. So there are things like that, that you as a human, a soul in a human body are able to identify without even being a medium. So does that mean that every single time someone who's actively dying or someone who is in a critical health situation, when they see their loved ones in spirit or they see angels, does that mean that their physical body is actively dying and that death process will happen? No, it doesn't mean that. It, do- it doesn't mean that. It can B, where the person who is in this state where their body is under immense pressure and is fighting to keep that spiritual connection. So the soul has to stay in the physical body. The physical body has got to be at a certain vibrational frequency in order to hold the soul in that state of human experience. So Actually, when we are talking about keeping the body healthy and we talk about, you know, eliminating different things like alcohol or sugar, processed food, um, drugs, certain medications, like um, not exercising, not eating healthy, not having fluids, like when when our when we do these things to our physical body it's decreasing the vibrational frequency that allows our body to hold that sounded so accenty it allows our body to hold um 
<laughs> I'm channeling someone here. Um, it allows our body to hold that energetic frequency in the state of the human experience, meaning like our body has to be healthy enough, strong enough to be able to maintain the higher vibrational frequency that the soul requires in order to stay connected and to essentially live and survive. That's why some people are in a state of a coma um, or they are unconscious or we need to sleep a lot during a period of time when our body needs to heal. So so our body knows what it needs to do in order to heal itself. It knows what it needs to do in order to survive because we do have that survival mechanism that kicks in, That's that instinct that takes over, that tells us we have to do something right now urgently in order to prevent the dying and death experience because that may not be our time. Whereas someone else's journey may be like, okay, I'm not preventing the death and dying experience. I'm taking these risks. I'm doing these things because I know that it's going to contribute to my death and dying experience so that I can return back to soul form. So for the purpose of today's conversation, let's focus on the fact that when people like are in that critical state health-wise and their body is struggling to maintain a higher vibration in order to just just be able to hold the soul present when when that particular individual in that state witnesses angels or their loved ones that have passed over already so spirit it can essentially just be because their loved ones and angels and guides, and I call them spiritual team, it's all the pieces made up of who's assigned to you, including your higher self, which is your soul. When you're being able to identify them and you're able to speak to them and you think you're seeing them, you in fact are you are spiritually, psychically connecting to them because they need you to know that you're not alone, that they are there guiding you, that they are trying to protect you, that they are trying to communicate with you insights and messages that are going to help you do what you need to be doing or to get you prepared for something that needs to happen next. Because sometimes when an individual is in a severe health crisis, Sometimes there's no good decision. There's only a better decision, right? So in this moment, we're either going to do A or B, and both of these options suck. But one of them is going to be the best opportunity for this person in this exact moment. And we can only make decisions that are going to help us in that exact moment, and we have to deal with the repercussions after, an example of this may be having a fifth CAT scan or x-ray with more radiation cur- like coursing through your body now, being exposed to more radiation. And the family might be saying, we don't want any more radiation, except for maybe in this moment, something has changed so drastically that 
the medical team needs a different view of something and they need to see this more urgently than they do need to worry about maybe five or 10 years down the road, the cause and effect of exposure to radiation. Now, I'm using this as an example. I am not a doctor or medical professional, but I am a human who has had medical and physical and mental and emotional situations either for myself or for my loved ones that I have been faced with this or that, and they both are horrible, but one of them has to be the best decision for this exact moment. And sometimes our loved ones in spirit and our guides will come through to help us make those choices and decisions. Sometimes the individual who's affected is allowing their spiritual team to come through so that they can either hear it and be able to have the guidance to make these decisions, or it's helping you with your decision-making abilities on their behalf. Because when you are in this moment supporting someone, you will have your spiritual team helping you, but you also have to connect to that individual spiritual team in order to know what's best for them. And so to be able to remain level-headed and calm and grounded in these very, very conflicting emotional and heightened situations will help you feel that spiritual connection so that you can get that insight and clarity that will be the best decision for the person in this exact moment and also allow you grace and dignity and respect for yourself and for this individual during this time. Because I actually had to call on my spiritual team more than one time during a situation years ago and I asked for all of those things. I asked for grace and I asked for dignity and asked for patience and asked for understanding while I was trying to work with the medical team to help my child. Because there's no point in allowing myself to become in such disarray that I can't make logical or insightful decisions and choices. I had to I had to call on them for those things because when you're in a state of grace, and patience, you're able to connect to the higher good with more clarity and ease. And so, so, so that could be one reason why your loved one is experiencing, or yourself, it could be yourself we're talking about now, you know, fast forward and you're sitting here listening to this and, and you experienced seeing your loved ones while you were in a critical state. And you thought maybe that they were coming to take your soul or they were coming to greet you and bring you to the other side. Sometimes that's not it. Like I said, it could just be to provide support, insight, guidance to let you know that they're there because they are always there. And there are other times where I have witnessed as well that over a period of time, like say days and weeks leading up to the death experience, where someone has seen multiple family members. Like for instance, um, when my grandfather was dying, a couple weeks leading up to his death, he was seeing every single one of his siblings. He was seeing his parents, his grandparents. He was seeing his aunts and uncles. He was seeing old family members that I knew that I was able to learn about while I was living who had passed away. And he was 
almost able to kind of be prophetic in a way that like seeing or knowing things before they happened or anticipating things that he knew were coming, but nobody else knew were coming, for instance. So a lot of that was happening. Now, again, back to my palliative care experience, I have witnessed that as well, where leading up to the death, there had been a more constant flow of spiritual communication, more awarenesses, more epiphanies, more enlightenments. Um, Sometimes when people are dying, they come to terms with what they did in their lifetime, forgiveness, wanting to tie up loose ends, um, wanting to let go of things that they held as grudges. Part of this is because their spiritual team is connecting to them. And in order for that ego-based thing to be released in order to ascend or to cross over into spirit, we almost have to go through that to release it so we don't have to carry it and go through it in spirit. And and that happens when someone dies maybe unexpectedly, suddenly, and they didn't have that opportunity to have these conversations or to mend these fences or to uh, release things that, that they felt as burdens. And when that happens, sometimes there's a period of time from the time that the physical body um, dies and the soul crosses into spirit that there's a transition period where we have to do our life review and we have to see how our actions affected other people and how their actions affected or influenced our experience and how it affects our soul and our and our life's plan. So that could take a little bit longer for certain individuals, especially if they feel like they are holding themselves accountable for something that was was essentially not taken care of. And that those people might be referred to as grounded spirits, where they want to stick around in that um, in-between state until they can contact their loved ones to deliver a message through a medium or through a dream or or through some sort of awareness uh, directly to that person so that they can release this and their soul can then decide to ascend and go through the spiritual experience the way it's intended. Now, this doesn't mean that they are in purgatory or they're in hell or that they're they're suffering. It just means that the same thing it means as a human. We either hold ourselves accountable to something until we make right by it, or we move on or we avoid. And that's the same thing spiritual uh, energies do. When we're in spirit, that's not really any different. Um, the difference is that once we get to that state, we allow ourselves to be fully immersed in the human, uh, the, sorry, the spiritual experience as a spirit. We can feel like we are connected as one, that everything that's happening is out of love, even acts of hate and acts of terror and acts of just pure torture. Those things can be seen from a higher perspective and they can almost have a forecast of what's happening at the end of it, like how it's going to work out. So the difference is we don't have that ego that fears things, that worries about things, that thinks that things aren't connected, that we don't have that hope or that faith or that belief in something that we try to struggle with here as a human. So so that's really the difference. So essentially, back to the original question, because death and dying, you know, 
it is a very big conversation, especially as it relates to spirituality. So I can be lost in this conversation forever. But the main point of this is when someone is in a critical state, whether it's an injury or an illness, they are able to connect to their loved ones with ease because their ego is not in full force during those moments. So we're not filtering like we would if we were fully capable and aware. Our soul actually needs them to connect to us, to allow us to feel like we are safe, that there is something more than what's here, that we're not alone, that we're not feeling like we're lost in the dark. It gives us insight and guidance into what our next steps will be or prepares us for what the next uh, things lie ahead will be. It allows our loved ones that are advocating for us to feel extra support, to have the grace, the dignity, the support, the patience, or the awareness and knowledge to make those choices and decisions, or just to simply be. And it allows them to be present for us, to greet us when we are ready to to transition out of human body into spiritual form. So at the end of the day, The main point is if someone that you love or yourself are experiencing a health issue that leads you to experiencing psychic phenomena, mediumship in terms of connecting to your loved ones in spirit, seeing angels and guides, or feeling more spiritually connected, it does not mean that you are dying. It does not mean that death is about to occur. It means that your soul needs it and that you are experiencing a spiritual relationship with yourself because of what you need in this human experience. So don't panic. That's the end of the day message here, right? So don't panic if these things are occurring. It doesn't always mean It does mean sometimes, yes, but it doesn't always mean that. The person that I was um, with just recently, that person is alive. They are home. They have made it through that dark day, days, (laughs) Um, but but they were someone who doesn't normally connect to spirit, who was actively, actively connecting to spirit, and that did not mean that they were being taken, that they weren't able to stay. So please know that if you're able to connect spiritually to this, to your loved ones, to your spiritual team, that you can also get a vibe of what's about to happen, right? Like you will kind of sense, like back to my examples of when I was doing palliative care and the person took the last breath and we knew it, like you will just be able to know or feel or sense or have a gut feeling about what this means. Does it mean that this is it and that this is happening and that the death and dying experience is happening now? Or does it mean that they need extra support and their spirit guides are there for them and that they will pull through? And when you're able to manage your state of energy, you are able to connect more so that you can feel grounded in those messages, so you can feel prepared for those things. And this is something that takes practice. And also every one of us deals with emotions and grief and stress and frustration and fear differently. 
So don't be hard on yourself as you're navigating your own experiences with these things because they are big. They're one of the biggest human experiences that we can have and they are one of the most emotional. So don't be hard on yourself. Just allow yourself to to go through it, get the support that you need. And if you need help to identify spiritual um, insights and guidance and to, to tap into yours more so that you can feel the clarity and insight that you need, um, then connect with me because I can help you figure it all out. I can help you understand your unique experience. But until then, allow yourself to consider what it means when um, you are witnessing these things. Because like I said, you may start to pick up spiritual connections and see your spirit guides and talk to your loved ones just because it's a Wednesday, not because we're critically ill or injured or that we're dying. So as humans, we are always able to connect. Just sometimes there are periods of time in which it is more intense and we can't miss it. (laughs) You just listened to Mind Body Clarity with Amber Price. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's topic, please rate it and share. See you next time.